0: Hey folks, welcome to Relevance for today. Glad you were tuned in to the TV show slash podcast show. Got a special guest on the show. It's Brinson, and I'm going to give you a little information about this amazing man, this amazing young man. Brinson is an award-winning Christian hip-hop artist from Jacksonville, Florida. He has dedicated his ministry to serving families and hip-hop fans through his music and unashamed love for God. He is an ordained minister and has studied music business at Belmont University in Nashville. When his passions and gifts are used together, he creates music that edifies, reaches those who would otherwise be unreachable. I love that part. He authored the book, 10 Things Every Christian Hip-Hop Artist Should Know, a practical guide for navigating the complex world of music and ministry. Brinson is the founder of God Chasers International. Actually, God Chasers Entertainment, (laughs) correct that. And uh, with that, he has been able to facilitate more than 20 Christ-centered hip-hop albums. That's impressive. He has traveled the globe spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. His music has been seen and heard on ESPN, NPR, BET, MTV, New York Hot 97, and TBN. And he is the host of the God Chasers podcast as well. To find out more about him and his music, including his new album, Before He Cracks the Sky, head over to GodChasers.com. You can also find their powerful songs on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Tidal. Woo! Welcome to the show, Brinson.
1: (laughs) I'm happy to be here, bro. Yeah, man. I need to update that because it said over 20. We're up to 80. What?!
0: Yeah, we're up to 80. 80%. Oh my word, man! That's that's impressive. Okay, so we are live. Turn on the comments. Um, hey, we're gonna get started. So, for starters, I just want to throw this out there. You've been on a lot of interviews, and folks, if you want to check out his interviews, just head over to YouTube, look up Brinson, and you'll find some interviews for anything that we don't cover today because i don't want to repeat anything but at the same time different audiences and i really want to get this young man out there because he's already been out there but when i found out about him it blew my mind and i've been listening to his music now and i'm waking up sometimes with his music in my head
1: there you go so
0: yeah exactly (laughs) so hey without that hey Tell us a little bit about yourself, even though I gave that long list of things that you've accomplished. Let's get this started. And uh, hey, who's Brinson?
1: Um, Brinson is a man, just like the the label said, who is chasing after God. Yes. Not not only am I chasing, I'm trying to uh, bring as many people along with this god chase extravaganza adventure knowing (laughs) goodness the power the renewing uh experiences that you that you get following after a holy righteous god that yes has not only uh delivered me from so much but has uh saved countless numbers of my family members god has Mm. uh, really done a a strategic number in me you know through the years you know even from childhood seeing the hand of god on uh my, my my parents and my mom taught teaching me how to pray and seeing you know her prayers uh go through and and then you know me mimicking Similar things in her prayer life because I seen it worked in my life and uh, knowing that, you know, my life is better when I'm closest to the Lord. So trying to communicate uh, those things through music, through lifestyle, through social media posts, through whatever I do, it uh, revolves around, hey, get a personal relationship with Jesus because When not what you see on TV, not from nobody else's relationship, but when you get a personal relationship with Jesus. And let me add, let me add to that, because I don't think I've ever said this on the interview, like, it's not just having a personal relationship with Jesus, it's getting to know him and receiving the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Mm. The Holy Spirit is the game changer. Yes. um I've just been thinking about that like often um uh, I had I had one of my friends, he was going through some some issues, and one day it just popped in my head. I'm like, dude, have you ever asked God to fill you with the Holy Spirit? Amen. And his, his response was <laughs> I thought it, you know, it happened automatically when I got saved. I was like, no, nah, bro, the Holy Spirit is a gift, the infilling. Mm indwelling of the holy spirit is a gift so um i talk about the holy spirit in my raps and, mm. and you know when people not only get saved and dedicate their life to the lord but then get the infilling of the holy spirit your life is that's the game changer of this christian walk having yeah. the Holy spirit the the convictor the the leader the director the mm. that that assistance that you get from the Holy Spirit that you can walk in a place and the Lord give you specific instructions and you know in your knower, you know, yes. that Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 invisible, that invisible partner that can help you walk in the, the right places. When it says a righteous man steps are ordered, the ordering from the Holy Spirit in your righteous steps. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Amen. Yes. Hey, that's a lot about you. <laughs> you know, um, one of the things, the first thing for the foundation of this interview is what inspired you to even start doing ministry in the first place?
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's different. Le- I think it's different levels to to that, right? Um. So when I left Belmont um, and came back to Jacksonville, and when I rededicated my life then, mm-hmm. that's when I started wanting to do ministry and not music. So when I rededicated my life, I stopped l- watching TV. I stopped listening to music. I stopped everything i felt like i was in a, a a cocoon where i only wanted to pray only wanted mm-hmm. to the word only wanted to serve in my church and i only yeah. want to go to church and that and you know i was in one of those uh when i rededicated my life i was in one of those churches that you know we'll go to church at nine and leave <laughs> at five <laughs> so you know i i got a lot of word you know when i when i yeah dedicated my life, and I didn't want to, you know, come out, you know, I, I remember having days when I would uh, pray for eight hours, you know, wanting wow. to get close to God, because, you know, that hunger and thirst, mm-hmm. righteousness inside of me was, was really big, you know, I really wanted God, I really wanted to see the, the Bible pages come, come alive in yeah. my not just me reading them, but come alive in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Amen. When I rededicated my life. That's when I when I really wanted to start doing ministry. So, you know, I was serving, you know, serving under my pastor, serving in any capacity at the church. Like I was doing everything, driving the church van, got involved <laughs> in the prison ministry, um, got involved in that very heavy and pretty much fell in love with it, you know, so I would go to uh, prisons uh, every week. Uh,
2: nice.
1: farms, maximum security prisons, uh, death row, wow. all of that. And um, then, you know, I got ordained and then my pastor was like, you know, he gave me, he put me over that ministry. He was like, you go and you mm-hmm. love a God, to those guys, those inmates. And um, I think that's one of the places god kind of really grew me up in Mm -hmm. in doing that because i felt like if 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 nobody else go i'm gonna go you know so that's uh, it so that's where i think i really fell in love in ministry and during that time the lord was like i didn't send you to belmont to get all this knowledge about music business for nothing now pick it all up Mm -hmm. so that's how that happened
0: Amen. So you chased after God, literally chased after him. You didn't just chase after him for a few minutes and then go about your day and live like the world. Right. You actually dug in deep and went in the cave. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Amen. Cave correctly. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know, what's amazing about that is you shared about some of your different things. Cause I also did the bus driving thing with the youth and <laughs> you, you just served.
1: Yeah. It's a service. Is that yep. And, and, and it's inconvenient you know it's some days you don't want to do it but then you have to look at it as this is my sacrifice to the lord not to impress a pastor not them not to you you in the ministry because people do that with the with the wrong intentions and i've seen it multiple times like it do it unto the lord because yes. um when you do things unto the lord he yep. He's gonna reward you anyway like amen on the only approval i'm looking for like the validation of man is is fruitless you know what i'm saying i would rather have the lord uh approval because he's going to be the one that that takes care of me open doors give the provisions and and whatever the next step is he see around the corner you know um god faced <laughs> five-dimensional chest so we see one thing and he's got five
0: of the things in place around the world going on yes yeah we're sitting here looking at 20th album on here and your turnaround and god's already seen 79 going on 80 Right, right. he's seen the 100th one he's, you know
1: right right
0: right yes i see all those those are album covers behind your head
1: oh yes sir yes sir
0: yes look at him
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> if it had not been for the Lord, where would we be right now? You know, isn't that amazing?
1: It's amazing. He is.
0: S- speaking of amazing, Val Donizio is is uh, watching from Brazil, man. Isn't that something?
1: Man, praise God. God. <laughs> man.
0: Yeah, you got somebody watching from Brazil. Brinson. Yeah, so that's amazing. So then, like you said... You you dropped off at the point where you said about th- going to the school. So you went to the school, you got the training, you jumped right back in with the Lord, but the Lord was like, hey, knock, knock, time to get back to where I sent you. Mm-hmm. And of course, the cool part is with you being in ministry, as you were listing all those things, in my mind, the way I think, I'm sitting there thinking, look at all that ammunition he got for his music ministry. because he's been in the prisons. He Mm -hmm. served in the church. He served. So now he's stepping up to the plate with all that knowledge and wisdom. And of course, with the Holy Spirit within you. And so God chasers, I almost said God chasers, baby. See how much I've been listening to your music, man. (laughs) Every song, they'll always (laughs) throw that in there. And it sounds like you're using different people to say it. Like one time it sounded like A kid said it, and I thought that's cool. It's like he's bringing family members in to say "God Chasers" baby in the music.
1: Yeah, and and it's interesting you said that because the first project we put out was called "For the Yard," Um, and that project went directly to prisons. Mm. So when I first started, I didn't start rapping. You know, doing uh, Christian rap, I was. I was just making beats and producing because i went on on these sites and i would buy anything that said christian rap on it and what mm-hmm. i knew was um all the beats wasn't great so i i told myself i said i'm just gonna hone in on the craft of, of, of producing i have the knowledge of running the label i was going to yep. sign artists, an artist and we were just going to Flood the streets with mixtapes with albums. Yes, Yes. but the first one I wanted since I was so ingrained in doing prison ministry, and Mm -hmm. I great relationships with like a lot of chaplains in uh, North Florida, South Georgia. I said I'm gonna make this project, and I'm gonna just start sending it to these chaplains because the inmates had you know CD players and stuff that they go in and listen.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So the first project was called For the Yard, and I. Contacted a lot of uh Christian artists that I had relationships with, and I was like, Hey, I'm doing this uh this project. And when people heard about it, some other artist was like, I want in, and I was like, This is not a paid thing, this is not, you know, Mm we're going to to take the love of Jesus through rap to these inmates, amen. uh, Man, now me now hearing myself saying that that was, I hear. That was a seed planted, you know, for the Lord to use later. So, yeah, I sent, it, I sent it to these these chaplains. They were excited about it, and I I remember I had to go preach at one of the death row facilities,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, death row and maximum uh, security prisons. And you know, you couldn't take I couldn't take anything like a CD because somebody could you know break it and use it. Yep. But what I did was just take the album cover. Put it in my Bible. So before I did the message, nice. Um lifted up the the uh album cover. And mm-hmm. I, guys, I said, Hey, uh, I don't know if you guys seen this, but <clears throat> me and a couple of other of my friends who do music sent this, and when they saw it, it was hundreds of dudes just erupted, like they saw <laughs> hearing like this wow. guys was coming up to me saying man i memorized every word on that song wow crying like this one spoke to me and so that really showed me the effectiveness of bringing ministry in the help yeah. you know like i yeah. knew i knew it was ministry, but that particular moment showed mm-hmm. me, okay you can do this for the lord and be effective and help change lives and help change the trajectory of where people are headed through the music, just like I know yeah. that regular music does the same thing, it changes people's trajectory. And if they can go down the right or wrong road, those things are seep into people's spirit, and then they'll mm-hmm. walk they hear that these rappers say.
0: That's powerful. You know, you just made a very important statement, and you're right. If <laughs> You just said it. I mean, I'm gonna repeat it, but you know, back in the day and even today, the the, you'll see people get on and say, The music is destroying our children, it's destroying us, it's destroying the youth because you're just getting that all in you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's perfect. Why not take the word of God and put it in the music and let people get that in them? Because you start I mean, there's a song, you guys are leading people to Christ. You just shared the gospel where someone can be led to Christ. And that was it. Point blank, straight to the point, drop the microphone. That was perfect.
1: Yeah. On, on every one of my albums, I, um, I have an altar call.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, so the late, the, the albums mm-hmm. I recently put out, I've just been trying to make creative ways.
0: Yes. To
1: use the altar call just, You know, people thinking they're they're listening to a song because I'm like, I've done it just a regular way so many times. I'm like, okay, I got to get more creative because Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta bring them in, yeah. You know, put them in the place, just like any other sermon. You know, people get them to a place and then say, hey, you if this hit you a certain way, here's your chance to change your life. So you know even on that, that album For The Yard, the first one that we did, it was all mm-hmm. the Because, I mean, I don't, the thing that I know about music and about God, I don't know who hands and ears he's going to put this stuff in front of. But That's right. Like that captivated audience. I'm yep. like, okay, the music was banging. Yep, the hooks was good. The beats was good. The mm-hmm. bar was good. But the main purpose of this is to get you saved. Yeah. And here's your opportunity.
0: Yeah. And to take you to that next level, because you're right. The beats, it was the, it's the perfect combination. You know, when I listen to your latest album and I've listened to it many times and when you're listening to that and you've got the beat, I'm 52 years old, man. And I'm sitting back bobbing my head in my vehicle going, man, this is taking me back. But then the words mean something. It's like, I was talking to my wife last night and I was sharing a couple of your lyrics and she goes, see, now I don't understand half of what is being said. And I said, well, that's from years of listening to rap music. And then you learn to realize that the artist is busting their butt to write these things. And like you said, sometimes it takes longer than just a day to write, to write a rap song. It's an artist. It's an art. Mm-hmm. It's an art form that you take your time and you put these words together and then you put it on an album. And all I remember is how the bass sounded with right. my old bass bazooka in my trunk. Right. You know, and the person was to say, but did you hear what I was saying?
1: Right. 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 And I, and I know it takes some some people that take a while for mm. but they're only they're only like the beat and yeah. the hook. But yep. they hear it so many times, then the words come. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just like they do anything else on radio. They'll play a song on the radio a hundred times a day, yeah, to get people engulfed with it. So hopefully, you know, when people really dive into the words, they hear clever things, they hear scripture. They,
0: yes,
1: they hear the wittiness with uh, throwing comic book stuff in there.
0: Yes, X Men.
1: Thing. so I try with, with everything I do with music but still be strictly ministry minded you know because I yeah. think one of one of the things that has helped me you know lately is me just trying to merge everything that I enjoy mm-hmm. so people can get like a, a more of a glimpse of who I am and what I like but also yeah. so this guy enjoys this stuff he's living his life but he's focused on the Lord because, you know, people like well, no, become a Christian it's going to be born. I'm not born.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. There's like Groot sitting back there on the shelf, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. And that's true because you do bring that in. And like I said, you're you're gifted. You truly are gifted. When, when I'm listening to the music and it's just like, man, he's bringing some different, he's got some witty stuff in there, you know, it, it's good. It's really good. Praise Proud God. of you, man.
1: Praise God.
0: Yes. And so one of the challenges is spreading the word, mm-hmm. waking people up to the fact that Christian hip hop, (CHH) which I just learned the definition CHH Christian hip hop is relevant for this day and age. People, some people get stuck in their ways. Some people put everybody in a box Mm -hmm. and say, well, all rap is this. So this can't be possible, but yet they've got all this coochie mama stuff and all this crazy stuff playing In the minds of our young people to the point where they might as well just stop wearing clothes. I don't know why they even bother wearing clothes nowadays Mm -hmm. in music videos. It's ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but they'll bash on something that's about Christ. Mm -hmm. And so what I want you to explain to people is what is the, you know, tell people about it. What's the importance of Christian hip hop in this day and age? People need to be woken up. People need to be educated on why it is so relevant and so important in 2022 and beyond, and even in the past.
1: Well, one thing I would say is it's not just for youth, right? Because that's right. Hip hop is the biggest genre of music in the world right now. Mm. And it's not because hip hop is what, 40 years old. So it's not just the youth listening to hip hop is, People in their 50s and 60s, 40s, 30s yep. still are listening, still are buying, still are supporting, but yeah. we know the effects of, of secular music, and now that we know the effect of the word of God, you know, <laughs> it's power in the name of Jesus, right?
0: Amen, it's yes.
1: It's power in preaching the cross. We mm-hmm. know what the scripture says about power and, and, and mind renewal and faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If we know all these things yeah. are true with just the spoken word of, of the Bible, the word, and when you infuse that in the biggest music genre that it is, and you start sending mm-hmm. counterculture in a culture that's, you know, ungodly, yeah. it, it becomes a viable vehicle for not just you, but for people in their lifestyles, because you know, I when I got saved, dude, I I didn't know a lot of gospel music. Like, I mean, I knew who Kurt Franklin was, and that was yeah. it, and that was yeah. it. But I, you know, I was listening to Wu Tang, the Ani, <laughs> to to Nas, yeah, them, and that was my preferred music. Mm-hmm. So, me being saved in in. If I didn't have a a replacement, and not just a replacement, but something that could feed my spirit and and make me dive deeper into the Word, like yeah. Christian hip hop helped me in my walk with God, Amen. You know? Not not a lit initially because I was I was in love with the Word, but mm-hmm. it was a good tool to use to help my my walk because people think that they can go on church on Sunday and that's it, and then yeah feed themselves, you know, little baby, the baby, all the babies and think that their Christian walk is going to be amazing. No, you can cripple your walk by what you listen to because yeah,
2: that's you're true
1: in yourself, these subliminal messages. And then it affects how you uh, talk to the opposite sex. It affects mm. how you treat people that you see in the street. Because if you like I'm a killer, blank, blank. If you look at me <laughs> the wrong way, and that's what you listen to all week. Soon as you see a blank, blank, you like, man, you don't even know what I do. <laughs> so, that I, what I know is a motivational tool. Yeah. If you look at sports and you see athletes before the game, what are mm. they, they're listening yeah. to? Things want to motivate them to do action.
2: So, yeah.
1: Christian hip-hop is the same thing. Listening to God chases is the same thing. We're motivating people to chase God. We're motivating people to get mm. it the word. We're motivating people to love their neighbor. We're motivating people to whatever the Bible says, that's what we're motivating people to do. So it's it Christian hip-hop is a viable tool and for the youth too. And I think people won't know the value of it if they don't give it a chance. You know? There you go. Because I think the church, is so used to doing traditional things. They're like, "Oh, this have worked for so long."
2: Yeah. But
1: yes, the word works. Mm-hmm. But the Bible also says you got to be wise as a serpent. Yes, wisdom says if there are anointed vessels for this time mm-hmm. that are that are effective in their gifts, if yeah. that help assist and you can use as a tool. To help you win some, the Bible said, "I become I became all things to win some. I became what I am to win some." yes so Let let me walk in what I'm doing to assist what you're doing, so mm. we can win some. We can win more together using the hip hop. People use praise and worship all the time. They use, yep. you know, they they got Hill song. They love Hill song. They love Maverick City. Then. Mm-hmm. You this aspect that speaks to a specific place, a specific um, group of people that sometimes are underserved and overlooked. Yeah. Like, let's all get these people to come, to, you know, to, to go to heaven and mm-hmm. hip hop to do so. Amen. That
0: yeah, that was good. That's good, man, because that, that is important. And the fact that you're also showing people that, hey, your gift might be this. You know, my gift, like you said, is my voice. So use it. You know, some people say, well, you don't want to be online all the time just talking to people that way. People don't need, they need to get together, brother, and unite with one another. It's like, yeah, but guess what? They've got one of these in their pockets all the time and they're always scrolling. So why not, when they're scrolling, all of a sudden see my mug, you know, see me and Brinson talking or whoever else. Instead of it just be, you know, people falling down stairs and stuff like that. And we're all laughing all day. Why not have the word of God in there? And so yeah, using yeah. your gifts.
1: You're right. Because if you look at the statistics of media consumption with mm-hmm. you, with people in their 20s and people in their 30s, people are on their phone more than they're in their Bible.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes.
1: Yeah, they own You know, people are looking at this right now on their phone. So I mean, yep. I, I infuse, you know, the word of God into their their media consumption, and we and we can use people like Relevance today, like God Chasers, like all these other yeah. that are that are pushing God centered content. And yeah. I, that's one of the things that the church some a lot of churches embrace it, but more churches need to embrace it. Because I think mm. has shown a lot of pastors that hey you need technology because you don't know what's going to happen. Yep. Technology can store your sermons and, and people can watch at any given time on demand. So we just yep. got like we just have to be wise with technology and with media and know how people consume to be more effective in helping people in their Christian walk.
0: Yes. Speaking of effective and reaching, how about Uganda? <laughs> yes. Shout out,
1: the yes, of Uganda.
0: Yes, my man's from Uganda. Praise God. You just don't know, do you? <laughs> That's crazy. No. <laughs> you just don't know, but yeah. So somebody posted on Facebook, and when you had said the part about people are on these more than they're in the Word of God, they said. The post said, what if we treated our Bible like we treated our phone? Yeah. Like we were leaving the house and we all of a sudden we forget our Bible and we turn around to go get it. Like every 10 minutes we're picking up our Bible to look at it. I mean, oh, they laid yeah. it on thick.
1: I'm about to flip that on its head. What if we treated each other like we treat our phones?
0: Yeah, exactly, you right. know?
1: we we'll buy a protector. We buying the screen. We, we'll protect <laughs> the phone. we won't drop our phone. We get mad if the phone dropped. We are so careful. But we what if we treat yeah. each other like that? Like, I think that it's, wow. it's, it's shameful if we can love our phone more than we love the person next to us.
0: Yep. Yep. And we get distracted and we like to look. All we see now is the top of each other's heads, you know. Yep. And uh but yeah, that's important. So what we do is, by the grace of God, we use our gifts to get them on that phone. So when they're looking down, they're gonna be really looking up, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs>
1: okay. we go.
2: That's yeah.
0: So it's an important getting it out there. And uh yeah, that that's awesome. Getting the word out there, people need it's it's the myth that hip hop is all the same. Oh, no. And and we love each other. You know, I mean, you're putting on I've been watching some of the videos online. Reminds me of the Fushnicks and the gang back in the day. Everybody's jumping around, but you guys are all jumping around talking about the Lord.
1: Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. We hype for the Lord. We super hype.
0: Yeah. And then you have those songs that take me back to uh, Tribe Called Quest de la soul mm-hmm. you know you're listening and all of a sudden one beat stops and then all of a sudden it's a mellow song starts playing and then boom the mm-hmm. rap kicks in and it's about being saved where i was where i am today why didn't i listen to my girlfriend when she told me about jesus and love, and and there's going to come a day when the end of the world's going to happen you know yeah that's good that's good oh,
1: you're talking about the album stuff okay i see where you're <laughs>
0: yeah talking. do you like that subliminal yeah. message that's going in there
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: but yeah the way you did that and uh yeah it's good
1: yeah, yeah. The, the song left um from the before tracks the sky album that yeah actually took me 10 years to get out because it's been in my heart for years wow. and it just took me a while uh, to really formulate the words because I would see it, but I just, it I didn't hear the track that would be perfect for it. So when I heard that beat, it just flowed out of me. I think I did that song maybe like 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. And that, yeah, the left, yeah. The day in life and a person who didn't listen to the warnings from those who
2: loved them.
1: Yep. Yep, and it was, you know, that you know the album is called Before He Cracks the Sky. So yeah. it was the boyfriend for it's the boyfriend who didn't listen to the person who loved him who was saying get saved, get saved, get saved, come to the Lord and then the rapture happened. Yeah, <laughs>
0: all hell breaks loose, people start going missing, children missing. Yeah, yeah you guys did good. It was it, I like the way that you take us into the story. Mhm then you start hearing the news guy in the background talking about children missing and a woman jogging or something like that in the park missing and all these different things. And you're like, Oh my goodness, it's coming. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And it really is coming folks.
1: And, and I, you know, I don't, I, I don't hear too many rappers talking about the rapture. No, no. In that sense of like making the full produced story of it. So I wanted to um make sure that on this project since it, it was so thin so it, it's so rapture themed i had to have this type of uh song on
0: it right and it was uh yeah because it punches you yeah. because you cover everybody mm-hmm. of oh, the people where we've been sharing the good news about jesus christ and the kingdom of god and people will turn away from us and say no but then they may hear that song and go wow Man, I wonder if that's really how it's going to happen. Right. Where all of a sudden the crashing sounds get louder and louder and then boom, the song ends and it's like, wow. And then boom. <laughs> Uh-oh, maybe they were right. <laughs> but yeah, so as we're talking, we might as well talk about it. Um, before we do, the uh, some of the songs or some of the album covers and things like that you have. Yeah. So you said 80 now there's 80 total because god chasers is made up of some amazing men and women followers of jesus christ yep. and let's shout out to some of them right now like the ones that i know of are ready writer
1: ready writer shout out to him he's in uh dayton ohio he was the first artist i actually signed to the label so he's okay day one and he's Probably on every one of these albums that you see behind me. Oh, nice. Um, except for this one, because nobody is on there but me. That's that's my only uh, featureless album. Mm-hmm. Reversing tomorrow. But shout out to Ready Rider, Great Man of God. Um,
0: then we've got Oatmeal.
1: Oatmeal. Shout out to Oatmeal.
0: Wanna, <laughs> I just cooked some the other day. It's like, Oatmeal. I got to ask him, where did the name come from?
1: Okay. So when Oatmeal was a baby, Mm-hmm. I held him up. And, and you know how babies drink the Simulac or whatever. I held oh, him, oh, yeah, and he burped in my face. <laughs> and it like oatmeal, and that was it. That was, that was it. it. So, his entire life, everybody has called him oatmeal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now we know oatmeal. Now yep. we know.
1: Yep, that, that is just stuff. Like his whole life, he's Oatmeal. Like, yeah. But he, he's 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 grown and you know, mm-hmm. great artists, put in work. We me and him was just performing um in New York on Broadway at uh the Kingdom Choice Awards. And you know, Oatmeal has really developed as a as a man of God and as a and he's serious about uh his gifts for Christ. So um yeah. so- um, he just released a project called Variety Pack. We really leaned in on the marketing of his name, Oatmeal. So Variety Pack looks like, yes, Variety Pack. pack. Yeah, the peaches and cream, the apple cinnamon. So that's how, he- <laughs> how it looks. And it's it's a great album. And you know, I'm I'm extremely proud of him and the work he's been doing for the Lord. And yeah. Um, he he's traveled around um, the U.S. with me. Mm-hmm. You know, he he has had seen a front row seat of ministry. How I've done it, he's seen the Lord move in certain ways. And this, you know, I, you know, one day we got to get him on the show so he can tell you from the yeah. perspective of uh, you know what he's seen. You know, being a, a artist on God chases and seeing what God has done with us. You know, um, yeah. Well, shout out to oatmeal. Um, shout
0: out to oatmeal. Before you we leave the part about oatmeal, what I wanted to say too was that, folks, is a perfect example of what discipleship looks like. Mm. That's discipleship. Brinson mm. discipling oatmeal, bringing him up, you know, and oatmeal mm. learning. Like you said, oatmeal's coming up and rising up and doing his thing.
1: Yeah. And he got nominated for an award this uh, at the Kingdom Trust Awards, which he was extremely proud of. I was extremely proud of him. Um, he's nice. very consistent. and um, you know, he he really is trying to make a difference um, in the youth. You know, if we do a youth concert, he he loves on the people. I showed him like it's it's not the music, yeah, it's on stage. It's when you have those encounters with people, and you can pray with people. You can get the. Mm-hmm. And, and really let them know that you know I'm not just here to sell albums, but to really tell you about Jesus and to spread the love of God. Amen. Because it's really going to make the difference between you know all the artists. Like people are going yeah. to they re, if they don't remember the music, they're going to remember the experience they had. With yes, you, you know. So yep. I, I take it really serious when I go to a place to. To make sure I love on as many people as I can because you don't know what anybody is going through. You don't know their um their status financial mm-hmm. like that. But if you could be that that bright spot, you can potentially be an answered prayer because you don't know who prayed for a friend, you don't know who prayed for Lord, send me a, a sign to let you know um that you're real. And man, just saying that we, we do a, a thing every year called Beyond Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I I get uh, a semi truck full of toys. Nice. And go to uh, hospitals. So we got three hospitals in town, and um, we really go to the the NICU, the and the pediatric part of the hospital, and the people who are the kids who are in the hospital, uh-huh. who who are there during Christmas, like if they broke. A limb or anything like that.
2: Yeah, it's,
1: you know that you you gotta be wow. in. A, so uh, I don't know how I got here, but I feel like I just got. No,
0: this, this is let's do it.
1: So it was this one kid. He was in a, 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 ABT accident. He broke his collarbone, his shoulder, uh, three three parts of his leg, and he broke his arm.
2: Mm. And
1: I just went in there. We and this is I think two years ago when we had like Nintendo Switches. We was just. <laughs> Game, and we w- went in his room, and he just started crying. Wow, I'm like, Man, we came to bring you this to let you know that God didn't forget about you. That's the message. The message, yeah, is God didn't forget about you. We tell all the kids about that, and we just showing up with not some toys, but the best toys. Wow, you know, so and he started crying, and he was just like, Five minutes before you came in here, uh huh. I was praying, I said, God, if you're real, wow. show me, because I'm in here hurting, and it's in, in, in I feel like I'm not going to be able to make it, and this is a kid saying this, wow. he's a teenager, but he's in a bad way, so when we came yeah. here, his parents just got really emotional, and mm you know his mom's crying and she was just like you know uh i was telling him god is real but he gotta know it for himself
0: yeah
1: you know just us showing up and just being that answer (laughs) present that's awesome right so you know um so circling back just showing oatmeal and he's and he's knowing that the interaction with people matters more than than the lot. Yep.
0: Peter, James, and John rolling with Jesus at them special moments. Yeah. They're sitting back taking those notes. Yep. yep. So we've got Nazarite.
1: Yes, Nazarite. Shout out to him. He he got a new album coming up. Nazarite, he, he's an ordained minister as well. Mm-hmm. Um uh like yourself, he served in the in the military. Him, him yeah. wait, wait, wait. Wow. Him, ready writer and C Stroke, they all served in the military.
0: So, nice.
1: Oh yeah, Nazarite, um, great, great man of God. I, I, his story is all of our stories are different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like C straight shout out to him. He, he said he never been in and in, went into the world like like I did or like Nazarite did. Nazarite right. talked about in his raps, you know, God delivering him from you know uh, drug dealing and stuff like that. Like wow. you, wow, different different approaches like I've never drank, never smoked, never done drugs or whatever so yeah. I can't get to a specific type of person. <laughs> yep. He on the other hand might have indulged in some of that stuff and in in his God changed me uh, yeah
0: testimony
1: testimonies mm-hmm. relate to him you know and um a lot of people really like how his vocal tone and his his I have a southern draw, but his is, is, is way different, and you could—he sound way more southern than I do on the on the mic. So, yep. people enjoy it, and you know, shout out to him and and how God is using him, and God how God has used him, and you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what what more God has for him in music and in ministry. Um, yeah, I remember when one—I when got off a plane from doing a show, and he hit me up here like, "Hey, I'm preaching at this church. Come back." And I went there and he tore it up. I was like, oh, shoot, the boy can preach. <laughs> so so God, yeah. God got us, got got some real great guys on the label.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And then, so I had those four, Ready Rider, Oatmeal, Nazarite, and C-Straight, because I got them off of the t-shirt.
1: And that's, that's all who's on the label, Ready Rider, C-Straight. So <clears throat> I got two people Mm-hmm. actually three people who I'm um, I'm talking to, to to grow the label and sign but um okay finalized yet so mm-hmm. right now it's just five of us you know okay and if you look at the the um the movie poster yes y'all five of us
0: that's cool yeah yeah I'm actually looking at it right now the uh yeah I might as well give everybody a peek of it so this is the God Chasers documentary but this is the photo we're talking about right here.
1: Yep. That's but powerful. You can't see it all but yes yeah, on there.
0: Yep. That's the and we'll talk about that some more in the next interview cuz we're actually going to do two because I'm really enjoying this talking to you this morning. Um but there's some people too like on the new album like K9. Mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. So My relate so so let me just put this out there. Okay. To me, Mm canine is has the greatest Christian rap album of all time. Okay. And the reason I say this is he has an album called Bible Stories. And he is just reading the word, but he is taking taking those stories, making them to 2022. Really? Oh man, it's it's the greatest Christian rap album of all time to me. You okay, know? I'm gonna write
0: that down. So yeah. K nine
1: Bible stories. Yep. So he talked. He did uh, a Bible story on Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. versus Goliath. Uh, Daniel in the lion's den. Two two things of Moses. Moses uh, versus Pharaoh. The plagues. Like it, it's 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 phenomenal nice and he did one on the crucifixion called uh for you one of the you know that we had a concert in ohio one time and he did that song about the crucifixion and the yeah. atmosphere shifted like you knew you knew when the lord really stepped in the building when when atmosphere shift so
2: yes yeah,
1: he's he's the goat to me
0: Yes. Greatest yeah. of all times. Yeah, and know, his voice too. You know, <laughs> I'm listening, as I'm listening to your album, there's some guys in there that reminded me of other rappers mm. and you're listening to them. You're like, Holy moly. Okay. Okay. Like when you and K-9 did the whole DMs and replies in the comment section.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The stories. Yep. Yeah. And you yeah. had question about the, the uh
0: the character big halo big halo big, big halo <laughs> yeah the way you did it though when it starts up and it's like
1: hey how you doing Brinson yeah
0: yeah, you know, yeah. it's like hey you know in the word of god
1: yep <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, big halo was a real person yeah
0: okay,
1: big halo so, so he's not a, a he he's a fictional character but i've taken a few pieces of things and merged them together into a person. So nice. Yep.
0: Yeah, I was wondering.
1: The names to protect the innocent.
0: Yes. Big Halo. Yeah, because that's uh yeah, that's in the newest before he cracks the sky. There's uh two songs that that uh align together. One's called Comment Section and one called DMs and replies. Yep. And that's really good because it talks about Well talks about life as being a content creator, Mm -hmm. as being, you know, in ministry, as being in the limelight. How far are we willing to go? You know, do we want, you know, if we were swearing right now and breaking bottles and smashing stuff, there'd be 60,000 people viewing and sharing and viewing and viewing and sharing. But we're talking about Christ, so it's different. But it talks about how... Yeah. One person saw him. You 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 came out like a friend, a brother in Christ, want to say, hey, man, you might want to take this post down because it's going to ruin your reputation. I was there. I remember my friends got saved. You led us to Christ. You blessed us. Don't go down this path. And then the guy deletes him, (laughs) calls him a troll. (laughs) Right. 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 Right.
1: And And it gives another side of one thing that that don't get discussed enough of the pressures Mm. doing ministry. You know, there's, there's pressure that comes along with this thing because people think you got to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, the internet takes out a lot of nuances and things where you can get things miscommunicated because it takes out tones. It takes out, you Mm -hmm. know, voice fluctuations you can say something but people hear read through their filters their yes. filters of their experiences and 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 things that they've been through in life and yeah different conversations that they have so you can say one thing but they mm-hmm. have a totally different perspective and take it two different ways yeah you know
0: so yeah then, no you're right
1: yeah and then in and then ministry you could talk about yo. Know, uh homosexuality is wrong but mm-hmm. then you, and you saying it in love yeah like look you can say it in the nicest way like God wants you to be in a certain place with him come yes. inside that and let him change you through the renewing of the word and knowing that you can love what God love yeah so you know what he says about you and you could say that and somebody uh, hear that in, in the filter of them being abused, them being bashed, them being hated on, them being yeah spit spat at you might set yeah. off the trigger. So you know there there's pressure in how to deliver things and how to love people doing it. Yeah. So the, the internet really has uh taken up We've never been. Either. And I think about this all the time because, you know, you could see a preacher in in, in their comment section. People are calling them a heretic or anything like that. And yeah. you, you still got to the Bible is still true about slander, even though you yeah. typed it.
0: Yep. You know, You're right.
1: All of that. So,
0: yeah. And it all comes back to First Corinthians 13, four through seven with the love verses, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, out of love, but also when you're pointing at homosexuality, we got to point at pornography, we got to point at hating each other. And like you said, slander, <laughs> unforgiveness, and all these other things. Yeah. We can't just target one thing, we got to target, we got to talk about them all. Yeah, I mean, I can't be 700 pounds preaching from the pulpit, calling everybody else a sinner, and here I am with a chicken bone in my back pocket, you know? But I know we don't want to go there because... That'll touch a lot of people. But at the same time, it makes people go, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I see. I've got this big old plank in my eye and I'm pointing at a toothpick in yours. And wait a minute. The world needs to see everything across the board and look at the fact that, hey, love the sinner, hate the sin. The fish does not have to be cleaned first. Come to Christ in love.
1: Catch the fish first, catch the fish.
0: Yes, catch the fish, then clean it later. Let the Holy Spirit clean the fish.
1: Well, Let's just keep loving
0: Spirit, on the people.
1: The Holy Spirit can do it. I, I've seen yep. people come out of every type of lifestyle under the sun. Yep. And God know how to reach them where they are because he made them. Yep,
0: yeah, exactly. And, and he, he knows them better than anybody else. And he knows their heart. Yeah. So when we say, how dare that person or that person's going to hell, we ain't going to see them in heaven. And then you see them up there and you're like, what in the world? And they're looking yeah. at you saying the same thing. Yep.
1: We had to, like, we weren't going to hell too.
0: Yep. Exactly. We yeah. need to focus. That's uh, that's why I always, I've, I've looked back through my episodes. I've got like 215 podcast episodes and I look back through them and I see a pattern and it's always about love and the fruit of the spirit. And you know, you love on folks, and then one day they come to you say, "You know what, Steve? No matter what, even when I was into drugs, you always kept coming to my door with that food, and you always kept sharing the good news, and you loved on me when other people kicked me to the curb." And that's part of that testimony. That's part of that love. And sure. I ran a food pantry for 13 years, and my wife had a little joke one day because I was sitting in the van waiting for a parade, and there was a couple guys that used to be drug dealers and they were standing by the van talking to me, Hey Steve, how you doing brother? How's things going? And I'm just loving on them. And she said, it's funny because if people didn't know who you are, they would think you're the kingpin in town, (laughs) you know, but it's like, no, they know I can talk to them, but also I'm going to be giving them Bibles. I'm going to be telling them you need to get off the drugs. You need to clean your life up, but you know, I love you, man. Boom. We'll see you next week or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah. Pete." Jesus ministered to the whole man. He he ministered to their, mm. spirit, to their, their health and to. Yeah.
0: Amen. My yes. God. Hey folks, thanks for tuning into this episode. We are going to continue with part two. Make sure you turn and tune into part two. If you're watching live right now, just stay on. Otherwise Brinson, once again, thanks for being on the show. Okay. Appreciate you brother. Looking forward to part two. Hey, God bless you guys. Hey, you know what? Let's pray for part one. So Brinson, you mind praying for the folks? Cause we had a really good conversation about some stuff.
1: Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for this moment in time mm-hmm. and lift up your name, lift up, uh, the kingdom, lift up each other, yes. people who listen. So God, we, I pray over every listener that your peace that surpasses understanding invade Mm. their soul, invade their home, invade their Mm. mind. I just pray that uh, this show goes to the people who need to hear a word, Lord, who need to to know that you are still in this earth realm with people doing ministry, God. I I pray, God, that this show encourages people in ministry to keep going in ministry and those people on the Mm. edge to do ministry, let this be the tipping point that they know that they can put their hands to the plow and advance the kingdom of God. And God, we pray for people that they can understand what Christian rap is and that it's a vehicle and that it's a tool and that it's a valuable ministry asset and that they can support it and find people locally wherever they are who are doing this too, that they can partner with to help affect their community, their region in the world. And God, we thank you for this show that you have placed in this platform. And God, we just ask you to to take it where it needs to be taken. Mm -hmm. Put it in the places that it needs to be placed. Put it in the hands of the people who need to see it and hear it. And God, we forever give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. That's the end of part one of this amazing amazing interview with Brinson from (laughs) godchasers.com. So, hey, with that being said, hey, don't forget to check out the second one. Make sure you get over. Check out Brinson. I've already gave you guys the links. Make sure you get over to godchasers.com. Support this man and the crew because that's how we're going to get them out there. Share it. Spread it. Hey, God bless. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Peace.